Mac Folklore Radio, read by Derek. Macworld, December 1997. The Desktop Critic, by David Pogue. OS 8 and Why It's Great. An Art Appreciation Class for Apple's Latest Masterpiece. I'll say it, and I'm proud. I'm nuts about Mac OS 8. It gives the Macintosh a modern look without being avant-garde, fixes annoyances that have bugged me since 1984, and adds new power user features without gumming up the interface for novices. Most articles about OS 8 dwell on the new features. You probably know about them. Full-screen desktop pictures, spring-loaded folders, pop-up windows, yada yada yada. But it's not the new features that make me all warm and gushy inside. It's the tiny touches nobody else seems to notice. The polish, the detail work, the fit and finish. I used to think that the Mona Lisa was a painting of some dame grinning. But a college art history class taught me about the geometric shapes that underlie the painting's layout, how the color choices set a mood, and so on. In the same way, I'd like to put Mac OS 8 up on the big college slide projector and take the world on an art appreciation tour of its finer points. My talk would go something like this. The Telltale CD Pattern To install new system software, you're supposed to start up from the master CD. But before the days of OS 8, you'd sit there for five minutes of startup anxiously wondering whether you were actually booting from the CD and not the hard drive. But in macOS 8, the CD fills your desktop picture with a massive invasion of flying CDs, so you know instantly which disk is in charge. Simple, clever, and friendly. Elegance around the edges. The new three-dimensional icons are only the tip of the 3D iceberg. For my 21st century audience, I should explain what 3D icons meant in the 1990s. As a kid, I remember hearing that System 7 would have, quote, 3D icons, which sounded tremendously exciting, but when I actually saw them, they were still just 32 by 32 pixel bitmaps, but they had a slightly beveled edge. That made them, quote, 3D, to somebody in marketing anyway. You couldn't rotate them in 3D space, they weren't animated, mostly they just had beveled edges. In macOS 8, the folder icons are, quote, 3D because they're not a square-on view of a file folder. They rotated the folder 45 degrees and made it cast a shadow. This is still just a completely static 32 by 32 pixel bitmap, but it definitely looked cooler. Examine the menu bar. The tippy top edge of it is solid white, and the very bottom edge is solid black. Yes, that's right you can actually identify which way the light is shining on your gently bulging menu bar. But what I love most about the new look is the rounded corners of the screen. They've been smoothed, anti-aliased, and faintly shadowed, making them even more graceful than before. Windows 95 screen corners are square. Command-E with no ghost For 13 years, Books like Macs for Dummies have had to warn new Mac fans not to use the eject disk command to eject a disk. Doing so would leave a ghosted disk image on the screen. In a matter of moments, the computer would crankily demand that you put the disk back in. No more. Apple finally realized that the days of copying files between floppies, 
the original idea behind the floppy icon ghosting deal, are long gone. Now, eject disk, or command E, does exactly what it says. No ghosts, no crankiness. Brainy Desktop Resizing If you try to change the screen resolution in Windows 95, you're told, this will take a few seconds. If Windows doesn't reappear correctly, wait 15 seconds and your original settings will be restored. Whatever you say, Bill. The Macintosh changes resolutions with no such griping. But in Mac OS 8, it even resizes all your Finder windows so that they don't get chopped off at the edge of the screen. Mac OS 8 even rearranges your desktop furniture, putting your icons roughly where you left them. Now, your trash can is always in the lower right corner of the screen, even if that corner, thanks to your changing the resolution, is in a very different place than it was before. High IQ Sticky Menus Mac OS 8's menus now stay down when clicked, quote, just like Windows. Actually, our sticky menus are quite a bit brainier. For example, a pulled-down OS 8 menu snaps back up all by itself if you don't make a selection within 15 seconds. If you've pulled down a menu and then wandered away to answer the doorbell, the Macintosh will continue doing whatever it had been doing in the background. Printing, for example. I would like to stop and highlight another reason why those were not the days. Classic Mac OS was cooperatively multitasked, you could temporarily halt an awful lot of things on classic macOS just by holding the mouse button down. So this feature of macOS 8 is significant because it at least puts an upper limit on the amount of time your Macintosh will be frozen. The brilliant part of Apple's new operating system design is that it doesn't disturb Mac fans who don't like change. For those who keep their finger on the mouse continuously, menus still work the way they always have. In fact, here's a twist I'll bet you haven't noticed. If you click on a menu title for longer than about a second, the menu snaps back up when you release the mouse, just as it always used to. A nod to those of us who sometimes want to read a menu without actually choosing anything from it. What's more, you can actually change that about a second interval. It's your mouse control panel's double-click speed setting, of all things. Clarity of language. In a hundred little ways, OS 8 represents a leap forward in the Mac's communication skills. Now the Finder shows file dates as today and yesterday, which is way more helpful than Tuesday, October 14, 1997, or whatever. And in this day of multi-gig hard drives and 64-meg RAM chips, it makes sense that OS 8 reports RAM and hard disk space in megabytes, using kilobytes only when reporting on small files. Apple did lots of work on dialog boxes wording as well. If you try to turn on file sharing without a password, you used to be told, this is not advised. macOS 8 explains why. This is a security risk. The force quit message, produced when you press command option escape, is a model of helpful clarity now too, replacing System 7's taciturn grunt, force quit? You'll see similar conversational smarts when you try to trash something that's already being copied or trash something while the trash is being emptied. On-screen niceties PowerBook users have long endured frustrating screen controls. You push and push, but the brightness and contrast changes are so subtle you're not sure you're accomplishing anything. But in macOS 8, 
an on-screen gauge pops up the instant you start pushing those controls. Deletion Protection Of all the macOS 8 improvements, my favorite is Command Delete. I sit here all day, drool running down my chin, just clicking on icons and flinging them into the trash without the mouse. And look how elegantly Apple has done it. A little animation shows the icon flying into your trash can. Second, the keystroke works only if the highlighted icon is in the frontmost window. Isn't that smart? Apple realizes that otherwise, you might fling something from an overlapped window into the trash accidentally without even knowing it was highlighted. Safety first. The upshot. Rats, I can see the bottom edge of this column looming. I won't be able to coo about the new charcoal system font, which I adore, the shrewdness of renaming the question mark menu help, so novices will finally stop associating the question mark with the clock, the arrow pointers changing shape when you're option dragging something, for example, or the way the sharp tips of the color picker crayons actually wear down over the years. I have not personally seen this in action, but now I'm dying to try it to see if it's true. The blood, sweat, and tears evident in macOS 8's design confirm what I've always suspected, that the gang at Apple Computer does its best work when its collective back is against the wall. All of this detail work and attention to the feel of using a Macintosh confirms something else, too. No matter what your friends or enemies say, Windows 95 offers nowhere near the Mac's ease of use, clarity, friendliness, or power. Update your bumper stickers, kids. Mac OS 8 equals Windows 2010. What we want to do is to provide relevant, compelling solutions that customers can only get from Apple. Today we're going to talk about system software at Apple. Turns out that 1997 is going to be a very big year for our operating system and system software in general. In fact, we think it's going to be the biggest year for system software in the history of Apple Computer. This summer, Apple will be introducing a new version of the Mac OS that we call Tempo. Tempo delivers two main areas. One is a new user experience. And secondly, a lot of new internet integration, a lot of new features for the internet. When you install Tempo, you're going to notice right away the new user interface. It has a new look and feel, really overhauling the look and feel that we've had for several years. But there's more to it than just the surface. This is actually the new finder that we've been working on as part of the Copeland project. So it's PowerPC native. It's multi-threaded, so multitasking is smoother, and you can do things like launch an application while you're copying many files. Or open up at one folder while in the background a folder that's got lots of icons off, say a server, is being brought up and that might be very slow. So this multi-threading capability is going to make you more productive. Additionally, the new finder really focuses on how people use the Macintosh. And with new navigation services like spring-loaded folders, pop-up windows, it's going to be a very useful release. And I think it's going to make Tempo one of the most noticeable, noticeable releases for the end user that we've had in many years. Tempo also continues our efforts to integrate the internet more directly into the operating system. Like today's system, you'll get a variety of internet tools, you'll have your own choices of different browsers to use with Tempo. But Tempo goes further by bringing things like the Macintosh Runtime for Java as part of the installation. It also introduces a new technology called personal web sharing. This allows any Macintosh to share web pages just like it shares files today. 
So within your company or within a work group, you can set up a mini web server and anybody can access it through any browser off any computer. Temple will also bring in an easier setup for the internet, basically taking some of the technologies that we find very successful with the Apple Internet Connection Kit and put them as part of the operating system itself. Thanks for tuning in. You can find more stories or join the very quiet Discord server for this podcast at www.macfolkloreradio.com.